Blog Talk Radio.
Um, how are you feeling today, Dentist? I feel like you're going to be on some bullshit because I'm sitting here looking at the questions that need answers. What, 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 what's going on with that? It's not no bullshit. It's just some deep shit, you know. Um, have you seen, have you heard about the Trey Songz incident? Yeah, I've seen that today. He got arrested at the Chiefs game. Yeah, so apparently they arrested him because of the scuffle that he had with security for not following, quote, unquote, not following the COVID protocols and a.k.a. trespass. I find it very hard to believe that he was trespassed. You sit here telling me that a multi-million dollar millionaire is trespassing? At the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, it said trespassing, resisting arrest, and assault on the officer or something. There's no way in the bit for everybody who who knows sports, been to sports games, been to arenas, there's no way you can get in the arena without a ticket. You know what I'm saying? So there's no way you can trust that. That's number one, because they're checking you at the door. That's number one. Number two, you have to wear a mask before you get into the building. So he was wearing a mask, so I don't see how he was not following the COVID protocol. Now, sure, he punched the officer or whatever the hell the case was. Fine. That's fine. Who cares? <laughs> Many people didn't beat the hell out of the puck-ass security guard. But I just feel like um, for a while, you have not had a lot going on with sports involving COVID. Everything's been smooth sailing. So, of course, you need an incident to go down. I feel like they had him as the fall guy with some bullshit attached to it. Like, come on now, not following COVID protocols? Get the fuck out of here. You can't get in the building unless you have a mask. You can't get in the building without a ticket. So that trespassing and shit, that's bullshit. I, I just feel like they, they love to tear I'm pretty sure that's going to get thrown down. out. Yeah, it's a lesser misdemeanor. It ain't shit. He, that shit getting thrown out. He was, the quicker he was booked was the quicker he got released. You know, I just feel like 2021, they needed they needed to headline something. You know what I'm saying? Something needed to headline in 2021. Well, we were 20 something. The headline days is Kobe has been a year happened. since he didn't passed away. Him and his daughter. That's that could have been the headline. That's today. Yeah. But that's today though. Um, uh, with the Chiefs and Bills game Sunday, like we went 20 days without anything major really happening in the world besides your normal. Stars dying, the capital. And elderly deaths and shit. Now I, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, as far as the black people, like I, I'm tired of them keep picking on us. So the question I asked Facebook and the question I've asked a lot of black people was, why do Black America love a country that does not love us? I think I just recently saw that post. Was that on Facebook today? Yes, I just posted it before the show. Don't be trying to get kicked off Facebook again. You can't get kicked Um, off for asking a general question. Okay. Well, my thought process behind it is because technically we really don't know a lot of 
black people do not know where they came from originally. So they feel like they were born here, so they're going to stay here. And they've never seen it as like a big deal until, you know, social media became really big. I mean, even before they felt the same way, but they just built so much here. It's just like you have a company, right? And you found it, then somebody comes in and sues you for for malpractice or whatever the case is, and then they win all your shit. So you like, I worked all my life for this. This is mine. So I'm going to stick around and try to get it back. So I feel that could be the case. Or, in fact, we really, well, I'm not going to say me because I know where we, my family come from, but other people, African-Americans, blacks, whatever you want to call yourself, don't technically know where we're from. So if you if you use something, a lot of people don't want to change it. So they're not going to do that work to go to a different country and try to figure it the fuck out. Nobody's just going to do that. I mean, you have few, but most are not going to go out and do that. I don't think they care as much. My thought process, I don't think that matters. I don't, even if we know where we come from, it's not like we're really actually going to leave a rich country to go to a poor country and figure it out. Let alone, but Africa's not necessarily poor either. They show that on the news or only, on the infomercials. Only, That's not true. Part. But it's only parts of Africa, just like there's parts of the United States. Uh, yeah. So, but not only that, the African descent don't even like the black people from America. So exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lose-lose <laughs> situation. But my thing is we're so loving, so kind and shit, you know what I'm saying? And, like, America paints us a bad picture. And like yet we're still so loving to this country, and they don't love us back. They do not love us back. We we spent four hundred plus years of slavery. We were drugged here, built this country up. Don't get credit for it. Don't get reparations for it. None of that. But yet here we are. We still love this country. We're waiting for our one. reparations. <laughs> That's what they. We're not going to get it. We're not going to get it. Now, remember, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, they said they were going to start handing out reparations, right? They, yeah, they said that when they were going to make the Hillary Tubman bill, $20 bill or something. Now, I don't think that's going to happen no time soon either, but the only way to get that's these reparations was you had to, no, you had to prove <laughs> that um, one of your family members, you know, through the bloodline was a slave. You have to prove that in order to get these reparations. Why is it that we have to go through a lot of hoops just to get a piece of the pie? You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's bullshit. And then is that still relevant to today? Because I need to know. Because I know damn well one of my family members is a slave. So yeah, it's still relevant. This was recent um, when they started talking about that reparations shit and the mass of the money of the reparations went towards legalization of marijuana and the mm-hmm. heavy tax that's on it. And the tax don't even, well, well no, no, sorry, I got it, I got it backwards. The reparations were coming from the tax money of the legalization of, of marijuana. But right, I heard about that. to receive the money, yeah, so in order to receive the money, you had to prove that there were, your family members were the slaves. 
that's bullshit to me. I feel like the color of my skin is enough. That is enough right there because no matter where you live in the United States, we're picked on. We're we we we're we're beneath everybody. We're the lowest of the low. We're bad. We're this. We're thugs. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere, all parts of America. And just because we're black, we should get reparations. It shouldn't be yo. You have to prove this. The fuck out of it. They make it hard for exactly, us. Exactly, because on our application, we got to put black African American on our application. African American. And I don't fully, I, I swear to God, I fully do not trust that Ancestry.com bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It, it's sort of like looking into yeah. the fucking Bible. I don't believe in it. You know, of course, some, if you black is going to say, oh, well, yeah, you're from this part, this, this continent in Africa. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Um, I actually done, done some research. My family's not even from Africa. They're from Ireland. We're Irish. And somewhere down the line, they fucked a black person, and here we are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But why do we love this country so much? I quick, I'm, I'm the one who will sit here and blatantly say, fuck America. This country ain't did shit for me. It, it, the only thing it did for me is give me a goddamn headache. And, and, and somebody told me, well, you're working, ain't you? Yeah, I'm working, but I'm doing slave work. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to bust my ass to, to get a comfortable living for my family. Job, just over broke. Just over broke. That's, exactly. broke. That's, That's all job. Nine to five is just over broke. Um, well, then you need to start you know, minding your own business. Who? You, you need to start having your own business. That's what African Americans and Blacks are starting to do: create their own wealth. I don't want my own business. I want what I'm doing right now. I don't want my own business. This is what I love doing. Actually, no. Let me stop lying. Let me stop lying. Because I just recently had a talk about opening up a uh, a pool hall. So let me let me stop lying. I'm coming, shit. What's up? <laughs> Let me know when it's, it's open. It's in the works. It's in the works. We uh, we got, we we it's, right now it's in the talking stage, but we'll see how serious we are towards the end of the year. Um, but at the same time, you know, creating general wealth is also hard because who do we have to go through for loans and grants and all this other bullshit? The white people. You know what I'm saying? You have to. Basically, you don't need to go to any banks or anything like that. You just mm-hmm. need to know somebody with a decent amount of money that you can put down on it. Okay, so I read a lot. So but how many, if you how many guys out there people least you know listening, that you can go to for that, though? I need you to listen. Rarely rails. There's this book. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it teaches you a lot pertaining to how you can uh, come across large sums of money without even having to go through white people, Caucasians, and also that you don't have to go through a bank and that's how the rich keep getting richer and the poor and middle class stay the way they are. It's a really good book. I advise anybody that's listening to read the book. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's by Robert um, Kieschel. I can't say his last name, but Kisho, Robert Kisho. 
and he's originally from Hawaii, but it makes a lot of sense about how people become wealthy in America. And you don't need the banks and loans and things like that. Okay, an example. So say, for instance, you want to, like, auctions right now all over America. They have an auction every week or whatever. So if they have an auction for a foreclosed house, say, for instance, the house is 20000 because the bank is trying to get their money back. If you knew somebody with twenty grand, or if you yourself had twenty grand in your pocket, you could just buy it outright. You can rent that same property out, but you own that property, and you can rent it out for how many ever months to get your twenty thousand dollars back. You could rent it out after a year and get your twenty thousand dollars back, and then that's extra income that you're making every month that's paying your bills, your passive income, residual income as well as, like, royalties and things like that. Like, if you put out a CD, royalty checks, every time somebody plays one of your songs, Here's what, the what's problem the problem? And you just said mm-hmm. it. You said if you, either you have 20000 or know somebody to have 20000 Now, the mass majority don't know people who just got money like that to, you know what I'm saying, to do shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I and you can also do an IOU as well and sign off contracts for people. There's another yeah, way. It's but, called notes. Yeah, but in the same sense, with with the mass majority of black people, the way they think, that shit don't always plan out. Because, hell, motherfuckers That's are why I tell them to go read this book so that they can know the proper way to do things to become wealthy, not wanna, just rich, You want to know wealthy. the other problem with that? What is and it? This is even a statistical statistical issue. Like the past few years, people have been wanting to educate themselves, but the mass majority of African Americans don't like reading. That's a problem for the African American culture. That's a huge problem. That's not a, right. not for I, all African Americans. That's certain African Americans because I like to read. I don't say my all. mom likes said, to read. I said. Statistically speaking, the mass majority don't like reading. Now, the right, ones who do like reading the day, are they, We weren't allowed to read. Now, me, I don't we like reading. Allowed. I like skimming. I don't like reading shit. I just like skimming through stuff. You know what I'm saying? But the odds of somebody knowing somebody that has money is very slim due to where we live. You know what I'm saying? Most, they put a lot of black people in the hood. So... If you're in the hood and you know somebody that got that type of money, either A, you know what I'm saying, you get cool and learn from them, or B, the master George is going to rob a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard. But not even that, though. You can do, like I said, there's other ways without the money that you could do. You could do IOUs through an auction, and you can get the money right there, not even put no money down, zero dollars. Make that money back with the 90 days, pay them off, and then have pocket the extra money that you have. There's plenty of ways that the rich people do things. And it's not even based off of um, color. It's, it's pretty much based but off of what, you, what like, you know. The mass rich are white, though. No. That's because they play the game smarter than we do. Black people are, are too trying to be we too flashy. They always trying to be that's, flashy. They trying to keep up with the Joneses. They spend stuff on frivolous things that they don't technically need. 
But but you know so what? Can you blame the them though? Can you blame them though? Because the only reason why I say that is because they want to look if rich you're but not be rich. That too, but like, but I, I know for a fact because I was this way as well once upon a time. You grow up so long without having something, and then you have it, you want to go get it. Oh man, I never really had a nice house. I never really had a nice car. I never really had nice clothes. You're gonna. But go even you you notice it be white people that be looking like straight up bums, bums. We got way more money than the person walking around with the Gucci belt and the Gucci shoes. I way do not more money with that. because they know they, they know how been, to. They talk how to manage their money, their money and financial literacy. They're, they're, yeah. They're smart with that. And we're not taught that in school. We're not taught that in school. We're taught to be an employee. We're not taught to be um, our own bosses, and that's the problem. Exactly. And that's, we should be and we should be taught that other stuff, but that comes from the household as well. I don't I I could agree but disagree at the same time because, because we have we have we the ability to learn those things now by learning to read and reading. But that's but that's now though. Now we're we're finally breaking out of that that habit, you know what I'm saying? Back yeah, then now. No. And and I and I can say I agree because it's passed down to generations. But we didn't hit this mark until past couple of years, so like our generation finally hit the mark of man, this ain't right. This ain't what the books. This ain't what we should uh, be learning in these books. It should be this. So the generation starts with us passing down. So in the future, yeah, I think it'd be good for for the Black America. But before well, us, well, I'm not talking nah, about was, the reparations. Shot. I feel like we should still get those back. I ain't talking about the reparations. Of course, I ain't talking about the reparations. I ain't talking about the reparations. Okay. I'm talking about what you're talking about, about the the wealth amongst black people, you know what I'm saying, the reading and all that. Again, before us, it was our parents. Before them, it was their parents that didn't have the opportunity that we have now. But we just started getting this opportunity. So it's our our duty to pass this down to our generation, or the younger generation, you know what I'm saying? So I'm happy to see that. It has changed from us to them now. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, there's still some little knuckleheads out there. But I don't always, I don't quit to blame the household because the household didn't have this knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I went against, the, I went the against my pop. No, I'm just saying, you say it starts at home, but it, could, it, it couldn't start with our parents. It had to start with us because we started waking up like, yo, this ain't right. This something ain't right here. You know what I'm saying? This, this don't sound right. Let me let me let me figure out what's right. Let me let me get some knowledge from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Our parents didn't grow up with that. They grew up with whatever was taught in those damn books in school, that's right. I went against the grain with with hell, I say this all the time. I talk about the planet. I don't think we all we fully understand what's beyond Earth and the dinosaurs and shit like that. And then, you know, that generate that went from that to you know, black wealth and all this other shit. Like, we're not taught the proper education when it comes to school. So the school system teaches us all the wrong shit. Yeah, all the, the wrong shit. system teaches everybody pretty much the same thing to be an employee is what I was saying, whether you're white 
or black. I know that African-American culture has it worse off than Caucasians do because they have a little bit more financial literacy than African-Americans, but it still falls upon us. We have been able to learn how to read and allow to read since the early 1900s. So even though a lot of African Americans do not like to read, that still doesn't give a person an excuse not to do something that they don't like to do. Hell, a lot of people don't like getting up going to the gym, but they know it's beneficial for their health. A lot of people don't like eating broccoli or vegetables or fruits, but... That's because they learned you know, it I mean, on their own getting to transition with age. You know and that's why you break when, when I, bad habits, unlearn things. When I was younger... the hardest thing that a person going to do. When I was younger, you wouldn't catch me in no damn gym. Like, hell no. Nah. Playing sports was my gym. But as I got older with knowledge, self-knowledge, I'm like, yeah, I need to be in the gym if I want to be a little bit more healthy and live a little bit more longer. I don't really, like I said, after 85, kill me. I don't give a damn. I ain't trying to live after 85. Fuck that shit. Put me in the box. You ain't got to bury me. Just put me in the box. But um, it's, it's a huge gap. The, and then the biggest problem is teaching kids that they have to go to college, that they have to go to school. I That's don't believe in that. any I don't culture, be- though. I don't believe in that either. I'm it's just saying that that culture. was originally because that was a thing. Nowadays, it's not what's beneficial for everyone. Well, it never was, though. Like, I take trade school. Like, I will forever suggest trade school to anybody and the trade is a lot of I things I really you want you to read this book and I know you don't like reading I, re- I really want you no, to read I'm this book because it talks though. about everything you're going to I know it talks about get an audio book then get this audio book and listen to it I swear you will love it it's going to talk about everything you talk about it's rich dad poor dad rich dad talks me, about doing a trade you don't necessarily have to go to school and poor dad talking about you need to go to school and have a good but that's what I'm Can saying. What? That's that's what I'm saying. The the right everything that you're talking time, about, you will understand. I mean, but I I know half of this by living. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to. I didn't have to read a lot of shit. I'm just I'm living it. You know what I'm saying? To know. I'm enough, talking about to be, like, to be more financially right. literate to what you want to do. And it bought. I've read this book a couple of different times. It's actually one of my favorite books. I read this book about three different times, and every time I read it again, I find something new pertaining to this book. What I'm telling you is everything that, that you're talking about, everything you're frustrated with, it brings that up, but it has nothing to do with race. It's just the wealthy and the poor. It don't even really talk. It don't even cover too much of the middle class. But race does, it does play a little an issue bit, because but, the majority, the majority who are rich are what white people, not black people. There's not a majority of black people that are rich. But in Africa, speaking, there's a lot not, of rich people not, over there. That's in Africa, where the majority are African. You know what I'm saying? Okay. There's a difference between America but and Africa. But we're a small percentage here. But we have a lot of rich That's African what I'm saying. The majority here. are white. We want a piece of the pie, but there's a problem with us getting a piece of the pie. It's no. That's the issue. Read this book. Get the audio book. It's not. I uh, promise it's you. Not about, it's not about. It's not about the book. It ain't about learn. It's there's a problem with the white race 
wanting the black race to have equality with the piece of the pie. Which brings me back to why do we love a country that don't love us? You see what I'm saying? There's always going to be a, a mass majority of racist people who don't like black people or Hispanics or Asians, you know what I'm saying? But the black people are treated the lowest, you know what I'm saying, which, which, is, which is bad. Remember we talked about women and jobs? Asians are leading that pack. Black people and black women are not even near where Asians are at, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, again, we're taught to go to school, go to school, go to school, go to college, be a doctor, be a lawyer. But what if we don't want to do that? Well, if we want to go to trade school, there are successful people in trade school who make just the same amount of money as, as a fucking lawyer. You know what I'm saying? I learned in trade school just to bend a metal pipe, just to bend a motherfucker. You're paid $45 an hour just to bend a fucking pipe. Like, damn, I could do this, make this much money just to bend the pipe without going to college, without getting a degree and trying to be a lawyer or some stupid shit like that. I wasted 40 grand. So these are satisfied toward me because I want to be an attorney? No, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with going to college. There's nothing. I would never tell somebody not to go to college. If that's what you want to do, do that. But I personally think college is for lawyers and doctors and police officers, shit like that. But if you don't want to be in that realm, go to trade school where you can pick up a bunch of trades and do multiple things. I'm not like, saying that that's a, a bad multiple things. thing. But you have to no, have I'm, multiple experiences in life to get to what you're supposed to train and eat. So if you have a business, right? And say That's for your fine, but job what I'm saying is, is we're always we're only taught to just go to college. What I'm saying is they don't. That's open not up, always true. It depends on where you come from. That is true. That is true. When you're in school, what does school always tell you? Oh, apply to college. Apply to college. Apply to college. What do family members and parents? I wasn't say? taught that. I wasn't. Then, I wasn't taught and that. Then, and then they throw military at you sometimes. There's there's the coast guards. There's the 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 airport. I wasn't told they that either. To school and try to recruit you. They, they should have went either. to your school. And you know the to first recruit. thing before. Before before I went to the military, I went to the school trade school called Everest. I tried the trade thing. It didn't well, work for me. Bad. But that was my first. Everest interview. is bad. Though. Oh oh oh! But it's still a trade school. Like I said, that was my first. I went to uh, it is, Everest, Everest College. Is bad, There's a lot of trade okay, but still Everest it was. It's, uh, but still, that was my first <laughs> intention was to do a trade, and it didn't work out for me. So with that being said, then well, I tried saying, to go to JJC. Which is Joliet Junior College. I didn't have enough money for that, and then I decided, hey, I'm gonna try to go to the military. I'm only gonna do a couple of years and see how. So I was trying different things. I didn't just stick with one course because I wanted to do what was best for me. And because that's not you to went say, through life experiences. Now, but okay, what I'm saying but is, I'm not saying I was what, forced to go to college either. Even though I did go back and get a degree I say, in I college, say they but what, what I'm saying is they forced college in you your brain. To, they tell hey, you that no. college does X, Y, and Z for you, and you can make this amount of money coming out of college when that's not even the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, when you come out of college, people depends wrong. on how you brought up. You are your I, environment, I don't agree and you're just basing everything off your environment. I don't environment. agree with that. I don't agree with that. 
It's the schooling system that tells you what you should do with your life. I've I had teachers tell, I've college, seen people say you ain't going to be shit. Old. I'm pretty sure you've heard rappers say that this teacher told me I wasn't going to be I've shit. Heard, I've had teachers tell me that as well. You know what I'm saying? Right, and but I need I'm to do only, something I else. Applied, I said I'm not going to make it in college. I applied to one college. It was a great experience. It was fine. You know what I'm saying? I, I met, I got some, some brothers out of that. You know what I'm saying? I met some amazing people out of that. But college was not for me because all I did was party. College wasn't for me. Trade school was for me. You know what I'm saying? So I did to that. But my thing is don't tell a specific person or don't just tell people that college is the only way to go when it's not. You know what I'm saying? You could do so many different things besides just only your mind being focused on college. Because when I got out of college, I was in debt of forty grand on a two, on a degree that I didn't even want to fucking use, that I didn't even want. I got a degree in computer networking, and I didn't even like computer networking midway through college. I'm like, I don't want this shit. I don't want to do this. This is not me. I'm not the suit and tie guy to sit behind a desk all day, every day. That's not me. I didn't want to do that. Okay. But that's what the schooling, that's what the high school put in my brain to be like, yo, you have to go to college to make something of yourself so you can make this amount of money when that's not even true. You know what I'm saying? To each of his own. I'm not saying that's everybody, but to each of his own, they, they're like, that's what they instilled in my head that I have to go to college. That shit ain't worked out for me at all. I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm sorry my ass off. I mean, I did my shit. I got my grades, you know what I'm saying? I got my degree, but it just well, by the time I left college, it just wasn't for me. So I had to go out there and figure it out. Like, okay, what what the fuck is for me? What am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Because college wasn't the answer. But that's with everybody because it wouldn't be considered a journey if you didn't go through these different life experiences. What would it be living? Which is what, fine. Why would it be but worth just living don't, just don't tell to not somebody. have these life experiences? Which is fine. I'm all about life experience, but don't just tell somebody there's only one road that you can take when there's multiple roads you can take besides well, just that college. Well, that's my current. Issue. That was your situation, your personal situation. No, it's, it's not, not about everybody. Like I said, mine was I went to trade school. Right, but you figured out it wasn't for you. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not telling people don't go to college. What I'm saying is don't tell somebody that only college is the way to go. You can't tell nobody that. Cause, cause now, what I will agree on is when they told me that I needed a certain degree to get a certain job, and then when I came back to get the job, they said I was overly qualified. Now, that is a problem. But which, the whole... which, 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 I don't, which I don't agree with as well. It was like, okay, you t- this and uh, same thing kind of happened to me, right? I got my degree. I went and, and applied for an IT position, right? I had a degree, mm-hmm. but then I was like, well, you don't have experience. Well, I just graduated college, so how am I going to get the experience if you're not going to hire me? That's the only way to get experience. I can't go get a random-ass IT job coming straight out of college. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like it was a big-ass company. They had entry-level positions open. That's what I applied for, but they were like, no, you don't have the experience. So it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do in life as a man and a woman if – you do everything they tell you to do, but it's not enough. Or, like, in your case, you're overqualified. Like, what the fuck? What, am I, what the fuck am I supposed to do? 
is not fair. Well, I, was, I understand I've heard why it's not people, fair, but that shit's not fair. I've I heard a lot of other people were stating that it's a intimidating when you have too many things on your resume, so that you have to it is though water it down. Because they don't want you taking their job. Which you said now, which that's you a said you had a problem with. But you said yeah, you had a problem with Yeah, definitely, because I don't want I your job. You, I want my own job. Yeah, but, again, you got to start from somewhere, right? Entry level. So they want right. to take your pay down. They didn't want to take it because you were level. overqualified, right? But if you, I think if you would have watered down your shit, they probably would have accepted you. You did your little shit, and then you you would have eventually had your own shit. And I, right, I, and I but know that's where I come you. into play when I know how to make my own money and become my own wealthy person by creating these seven different incomes, earned income, interest income, dividend income, rental property income, capital gains income. But you didn't learn like that, that until when? I don't need to. But you didn't learn that until when? I, you know what I learned that from? I learned that from... Being in service, military, and also reading a lot about things that I was interested right. in. See, because there's an answer again, out there for everything. You had to go. You had to go to the service, and then you learned that, right? You didn't learn that beforehand, though, right? It took your life experience to lead you to going to the service, and then you was. I, I'm pretty sure you read your entire life, but you came across certain books of like, yo, this is the way to go. But it took you that all that other bullshit me. to get to where you was at. Right, which is yeah, fine. No, I'm not saying I said that because of everybody. my environment of what I was brought to. So I had teenage parents. They had me at 15 years old. So what I'm saying is I can't blame my parents for not teaching me something that they didn't know is what I'm saying. So if Nobody I was can. in that Nobody environment, and right, so if I was in that environment, if I was exposed to that, then okay. But I can't blame anybody else because I wasn't exposed to that because of the circumstances I personally came from. Now, there's other black people who are exposed to that type of material and don't want to use it. They rather just I, do whatever I they want to do. I agree to that as well. So, and then, I mean, we can't really say that who, it's a black people's fault. I never said it was black people's fault. I oh, no, white people fall pertaining to that particular are, part. Like, I nobody blame, tells them to go have either. young kids. Who? No, you, I thought you were blaming young... white people. No, I didn't blame really anybody young. for nothing. No, I didn't blame I have, I have a, I had a child when I was 15. So I, I didn't uh you know, I didn't blame, I, I didn't blame anybody for that. But what I'm saying is our parents didn't have that luxury. We do now. So it's our duty to pass it on. Now that's something we agree on. But but if we never went through those life experiences to take us to where we are now, where the fuck would we be? We'd be at, oh, you have to go to college, you know what I'm saying, and waste time at college and then you're like, yo, this this didn't work out for me. So are you telling me that told me that college is gonna work for me? And you told me that I was going to make this amount of money by the time I graduate. And that, that's not how it goes. But they say this, and they put these in these brochures and put these in students' heads and shit. I'm, I'm, where I'm at is like, yo, that's cool, but also here's your other options on the table. So that's where we, as parents of today, need to do with our kids. Like, yeah, college is great. If you want to go to college, live that life, 
get that experience or whatever you want to do, cool, but you also have these other options just in case you feel like school don't work out. My oldest son, he don't want to go to college. I'm fine with that. He wants to do gaming, right? There's a school for that. There's a trade school for that. He doesn't necessarily have to go get these high-ass bachelor's or master's degrees for gaming. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool with that. I'm comfortable with that. You don't have to go waste all these monies and loans and all this other bullshit that colleges make you go through. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to come out of that motherfucker with debt. You know what I'm saying? Most people come out of college, they're in debt. Some people who who were working these, what'd you say, the the job? What is the job? What what was the acronym you said? Uh, Just over broke. Just over broke. So you come out of college just over broke, and you're spending damn near your lifetime paying your debt of fucking college. You know what I'm saying? Most they they paying off their student loans and shit. Now, right, and that's I, why you gotta be smart about it. And I don't have to pay no student loans or none of that shit. My shit is already paid because for. Because you chose to go to the service, they took care of you. Not everybody will want to go to the service they carry. Now, I understood in high school if I would have went to the military that they would take care of all that for me. But I didn't want to go to the military to fight in these wars that didn't have nothing to do with me. That was my way of thinking back then and the same way I'm thinking That's now. That's true. I, Muhammad I Ali, feel yes. Like, I feel like the Army uh, – each branch is different to me. I feel like in the Army, I feel like personally in the Army, I wouldn't have learned nothing but to, to be trained to kill, right? The Air Force That's probably would have gave me a little more. I, I'm just saying what I my okay. that is true or not. I feel like the Air Force would have been beneficial to me because I don't necessarily got to go out and bust a goddamn gun or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I could have just been the type of motherfucker out here now. working on And planes. you bust when you have to. But I I also lived in a hood, and I lived in situations, been <laughs> situations where I had to have a gun on. That's that's totally different. I'm protecting myself here, but being in the military, yeah, you're protecting yourself, but you're also fighting, quote unquote, fighting for a country, and amongst other fucking things. You know what I'm saying? That's survival over there. Survival on this side is different from survival in the in the military. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Right. I mean, but you gotta think about it. Why do they call it Chirac? It's the then? same but different. So you, it's you it's, shooting it's, people it's and that, killing but, people over here for free, then over there you are getting paid for it. But it's been like this since the 1920s. The people are tweaking. It's been like this since the Al Capone era. There's right. nothing new about I know the Al Capone era, but what I'm saying is, you walk these streets every day, and you can be in fear for your life, but not fear for your life. But you carrying a weapon on you. For free, because you worried about somebody doing some shit. Whereas you go over there and you're fighting, but you're getting paid for it. You're getting paid to walk around. And I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. The chance of you living in Chicago is higher than the military. <laughs> the what? You may not agree with that, but it's it's the it's the reality. I didn't hear what you said. You say. have What'd a better chance. I said you have a better chance walking in Chicago than you do living in the military. Not everybody, not everybody who goes there makes it back. You know what I'm saying? Now, yes, it's deadly. Not everybody that comes to Chicago make it back. Shit, most of the time, you know, statistically. I, I get that. Okay, so the military is made up of one percent 
1%, and that's a very small number, and these, these are facts. And nine times out of ten, you go to Iraq or Afghanistan, most of the time when we come back is when we lose the most soldiers. Because they go out, they drink in, they drive and they party and they get in crazy accidents, they get shot, random shit. They are always killed when we come back. They make it through 13 to 18 months of combat duty. Everybody make it back. And then soon, every time time I've ever came back, we lost three, four people once we came back to the main. My biggest issue with the the military, and you could agree or not agree, well, my biggest thing with the issue with the military, and I know a lot of people who was in the military, is that for the ones that I know personally, when they came home from the military, the military didn't do anything for them as far as them being back in population. You know what I'm saying? Uh, providing them with whatever service they need for them to get. I can agree seat. with that for the Vietnam era. So, for Vietnam era, I can agree with that. But recently, they have a lot of programs for PTSD and veterans. It's just veterans a lot of the time are very stubborn and don't feel like they need any help and refuse help. But now they have too many programs for anybody to ever say that now. So anytime I see a vet outside, with, with I ask them first what unit they was in. And see if they really, uh, they're not a stolen valor, meaning they're not lying about ever being in service. And then I give them the information mm-hmm. that they need. Hell, Jesse Brown is right up the street. Then you can go up to North Chicago. It's different programs that you are allowed to be in unless you got a dishonorable discharge. Now, that's, a different, that's a different role to go down. That's but a different route, they yeah. Have to, yeah, but that's the same if you get a felon so and you trying to get a job. I, in that I, Vietnam I era, that... okay. They did do that, but now that doesn't. No, they don't do that no more. I so don't know anybody that is, ain't being taken care of. What I think, and a little bit of what I know, is that most don't want to go to the military because you can't spend the money majority of time in the military unless you go into town, which you don't often go into town, right? And you can't really. You no, know, you, you live in out. town. What are you? Th- no, See, no, everybody listen, has listen a misperception of service. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. You can't necessarily ball the fuck out, right? <laughs> okay. So we'll say, we'll say, yeah, I really think that. Life, listen, listen, listen. We'll say military life and street life, right? Street life, mm-hmm. you can spend your money stupidly however the fuck you want to, right? And don't have to answer to nobody early in the fucking morning. And don't have to go to the job and do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Military, yeah, you get paid. You can spend your money a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But you still have to wake up and answer to somebody and do something. So I think it's job-wise. Like, they'd rather not work for it. You know what I'm saying? They'd rather kind of work less. You know, it's crazy because – okay. It, it's it's crazy that you said it because none of it is true. None none of it is true because a lot of times when we get brand new soldiers that come in to service and the first thing they want to buy is a brand new sparkly car, knowing they can't afford it with a private paycheck, and they be trying to floss for the rest of the soldiers and, and and look rich and then be broke, or trying to flash and spend a whole bunch of money. And yes, you can ball out a lot. A lot of people come back from Iraq and Afghanistan. They're not taxed on that money, so they got like sixty, seventy thousand dollars just saved you, but, but from just being you, over just there. Say, you said come back, though. I'm talking about while you're there. 
You said compare it to the streets. I'm comparing it to the streets. Right, but you said when they come back. I ain't talking about about when y'all come back. I'm talking about why y'all there on base at them. Even when we're on base, people do the same stupid shit every week. You know we get the most four-day weekends. Like, you go out and ball out every weekend. You can leave. You live off base. I didn't live on base. Yes. Were you active, though? So Yes. You were... Monday, so like I don't know how it goes. Like I know there's certain jobs within the army that you do. Okay, like, but so like let me explain I something think, to you. I think I think the most I think most people think that when you in the military that you automatically go to war. I want people to think to stop. Thinking no, that shit. You're not you don't automatically in yeah, war. Yeah, no, you're not in fucking. You Iraq do not go to war. Like, it's a thing called right. MOS, means a job that they give you. For basic training, right. whatever yes, you qualify for, they give you a job. Some people don't even never go to war. That's just a nine to five job for them. That's it. If you go to war, then that depends on the MOS that you have. But most of the time, if you have like a desk sitting job or something like that, you're in the military. Yeah, you're active duty. You're working nine to five every day. You're doing PT in the morning, working out. But you don't have to necessarily deploy if you don't want to. And then this way's out of deployments. People volunteer to get that that deployment. You know why? Because it gives you extra points to, for promotion. They pay you more for deploying. It, it's, it's a lot of different um, things that come now, with that. that. I know. Now, I, that I, know, I, I would, deployed I because deploy. I wanted to deploy. I could have got out of deployment if I wanted to, but I, I didn't. I, I wanted to have that experience to see what it was like. It was scary. Yeah, anybody be right. foolish, you ain't scared. But right. you, it's the same thing. Like, you go to work every day. Say, for instance, your job is from 9 to 5. You working every day. That's the same thing. We get off every day at 5 o'clock unless we got some training or something to do. But that's with any job. It's just this particular job is a little bit more strict than the other job. But then you have jobs like yours. I'm pretty sure if you get a manager position or whatever, they have you traveling state to state to state or whatever to speak to other people and that's the same thing with the military. It's just we have different rules to follow, and we're protected differently from the civilian life. No civilian police officer can just take us to jail. I hate that word. We under a different regulation, a different jurisdiction than you guys are under. So that that's the difference between it, and it's, it's a government-paying job. So we it's a nine to five just like everybody else and everybody think it's all oh, you going straight to war and oh you you can't ball out, you can't you, you do know, the same thing, the you know same dumb shit y'all do. But you know you know who I blame for that? Who? Society. Society. You wanna know why I blame society? Because they come out with these ridiculous fucking movies and war movies, it makes you automatically think that this is what the army is about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it now, is I in some MOSs and some jobs. Yes, it's like that. But no, like, no, no. Regular, what I'm saying is, they don't. It depends on your They job. don't show y'all. They don't show the real type of army. They don't show that you live on base or out of base. They don't show that you work the nine to five. They don't. They don't show none of that. They just show this person's in the army. He's going to war. He fights his war. He comes back fucked up. That's that's what the picture that they paint. So more majority of the people will be like, nah, I ain't going to the Army. Fuck that. I ain't doing that. Mine was a political standpoint as to where I'm not going. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure if I would have went to the Army, yeah, I would have, you know, I would have 
eventually read books and all that other shit and came out like I would have been I would have been a young rich nigga, I ain't gonna lie. But the way But this one thing, you're not rich in shit, service. You don't you're not rich in service and no, that's what another I'm lie is, that they say. You no, mean I'm you not, can come I'm in what and I'm saying, but me, though, different things. Me personally I would have been that because I'm cheap. You know what I'm saying? I would have saved money and came out a little bit not not like rich rich, but like I would have been a little bit of something that way. You would have some money saved, yeah. Right, I would have been doing shit the right way if if that was me personally. But, but a lot of soldiers, um, it's like college. I'm gonna tell you that it's like living in a dorm room. If you're staying in the barracks, if you stay in the barracks, because you know. have to stay in the barracks unless you're married and have like. a kid. I got I got people in the military. I know how it's like. Right. But for so the people, you can party just as know. much. Which you yeah, but you can party, party just as much time. and lose all your money and be broke. Which, there's there's yeah, broke I, soldiers. I, I know that too. Oh, I know. I, my cousin. So that's why a lot of people say that, and I just be like, no. Yeah, and it's because society painted this picture of how the military is supposed to be and how it looks, and then you just get fucked up and scared, like, no, I'm not doing it. But then you got some of the people who's like, yeah, I'm here to be all I can be, and I'm going to fight for this country, and I'm, this is what I want to do. You got some patriotic Fine, cool. people. You yes, you do. do yeah, like, it, that's just, I don't ever knock anybody for doing it. Just I'm just not the nigga to go do it. Don't don't, don't well, ever ask me. We got some patriotic people, but I honestly say that the military is not what everybody think it is. Is what it, you take it in personally. So I would say it teaches you a lot. It teaches you how to save your money. It it teaches it forces you to learn those things. It forces you to discipline yourself to work out and Except learn, for the Marines. You know, Except for the Marines. What what's wrong with the Marines? The, the, they do the same the, thing. You got PT um, every day with the Marines too. What's the other one? What's the other one? Uh the the sailors? Navy. The Navy. They gotta do PT tests just like we uh, do. No, I I know what they do, but like people people make fun of the sailors and the and the and the marines because they they put them in the bottom totem pole. The, it's the the mass majority say it's the air force, then the army, then the other two, then the coast guard. They put the coast guard, the navy, and um the the marines are the the bullshit people. <laughs> well, the marines are uh, like, not. They're not bullshit. They actually, PT is way harder. They have to do three-mile run. They have to do pull-ups. They have to do way different stuff like that. We only have to do a two-mile run. Navy, they have to do a a mile and a half, and so does Air Force is a mile and a half run within a certain amount of time that you have to run it. And it's usually for men is about 15 minutes, 12, 15 minutes, depends on your age Not a lot of people want to do that hard work. They don't want to sit there and, you know, get yelled at by a goddamn sergeant, even though it's not bad. But they don't want to sit there and go fucking run and do marches. And, but you'll you know, work do for somebody else and make their company rich. And, and they're not teaching you shit but be here on yeah, time with your ass is fired. People would rather yeah, do that. Yeah, and that's crazy. You don't want to mind or have your own business. You don't want to create your own wealth. You don't want to create because you want to create wealth for somebody else. For their generations and stuff so, like that, for their family, you want to work for some, a certain company for the rest people, of their life, and then you get a small bit of money. 
it's it's crazy, but some people would rather, and some people take pride in the fact, that, or shift manager at fucking McDonald's. People take and pride in that. And that's really sad. Hey, that's if that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to do. Do you? But that would not be me. But at the same some time, people, yeah, people right. don't want to go through all that in the military. Like I, I'm a, I'm the type of nigga I am now. I used to be a Boy Scout back in the day. I did not like that my uncle was yelling half the fucking time because he was in the military. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like that yelling shit. Don't yell at me. Don't fucking yell at me. And that's only a small part of it, though. That's only the basic training. It's like if you're in a fraternity or sorority and you're getting hazed. That's that's all. That's the beginning of your your training, your basic training, and then whatever AIT or um, school you have to do. No, I, I don't that, think it's necessarily like without race. Yelled. I think it's anybody that don't like to get yelled at. And nobody likes to get yelled at. But that just I, comes with territory because if you're in that situation. Okay, well, if you're in that situation, if you get captured overseas, ain't nobody going to be patting you on the back telling you it's going to be okay. You have to have that mental capability of knowing that you're mentally capable of being tortured and yelled at. Like, you in the streets, it's the same thing. But how the African-American culture are brought up in the household with somebody calling them out their motherfucking name, nigga, bitch, hoe, whatever the case may be, and they get whooped with that. Black people still have Exactly. So what's the difference if you go into service? Which is ridiculous. The difference is they don't want to deal with that shit. They don't. They just don't want to deal with that. Right. They don't want to but deal you with, with it the all hard this time. work. And uh, a lot of people don't like deal to with do the now. hard work. They don't want to get dirty. They don't want to do the hard work. People, right. Some people, people. Some black people, people want to go to heaven, but they don't want to die. Before. Right. People want to get to heaven, but they don't want to die. I agree with that as well. I agree with that. A lot of people. Me, I don't know. I don't really believe that there's a heaven or a hell. I just believe when you die, you die. I don't believe we that it's a Satan. Is what I'm saying. I understand the person don't, don't want to do the hard work. Yeah, people I don't want to do that hard work. They don't want to. They don't want that shit. They want. They want to. Some now. I'm then they want to forever. Now. Now, they want to do. Not create they want to go wealth the easy route and take a risk that way. You can't really right. say that because you can create wealth off other shit. Prime example, Jay-Z created his wealth. I'm not talking about the military drugs. and creating wealth. I'm saying that you can create wealth by working hard and, and, and learning how to do those things instead of saying, hey, well, I don't like reading, but yada, 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 I still want to be wealthy. Okay, well, that comes with the territory. If you don't know something, fault. you don't know nobody that <laughs> knows anything. You can't blame. That's the problem. People continuously a, to blame other people and not blame themselves for not learning these materials. Listen, and listen, it's out here free. Listen to, why, listen to why I always say society. And this is a part of the reason why I don't watch TV. But people who watch TV to the mindset of how these people live, right? But they don't know the backstory of how they got there. And, and Jay Z is a prime example. Jay Z used to deal with cocaine and drugs and shit, got booked. Beat a murder case and beat all this other shit. Then he got wealthy, right? But we don't. But most didn't see the backstory of how he got his wealth. All they saw was him on TV with the jewelry, the iced out chains, and the cars and money and clothes. It was like, yo, that's what I want to do. I want to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Without looking into all the other shit that it took him to get to that point. 
You know what I'm saying? It's society that brainwashes us with all the bullshit on TV. Just like how I said the military. We're brainwashed into thinking that it's all about war and it's not even like that. And now we're brainwashed with these rappers and entertainers with all the guns and the money and shit. People get fascinated by that. Yo, I want that. So let me go cop me a chain. Let me become a rapper. Let me let me go do what he said in this fucking uh, rap song. Let me go kill this nigga right here to get some street cred. It's society that builds and destroys. I don't, I don't, I don't really, I can't blame the individual. I blame society for doing this to us. You know what I'm saying? Now I give all the praises to the people who do read the books and don't want to become that statistic and want that general wealth by learning, by simply fucking learning. Other half don't want to learn. They just want that fast, quick life. Of, I want to be an NBA player. I want to be an NFL player. Have. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I don't. The last dance I, with Michael now, Jordan and Dennis Rodman and all of them, that was a good documentary to state facts about people out great. here working and grinding behind the scenes. Everybody sees the instant gratification. Right. They don't see the, the blood, sweat, and tears that's behind the scenes. Yep. And that's what now, a lot of people. That's not paying attention to that. And if the material is out here, you just have to want it bad enough. You have to fucking, exactly. Do you know who Stefan Marbury is? I've heard of him. Is is he a player? He was also an NBA player, right? Now, um, he was a great NBA player, and he has a documentary out on his life as well. And a a little kid was like, yo, I want to be just like you, Stefan. He's like, no, I don't want you to be like that. I don't want you to play ball. I want you to learn. You know what I'm saying? That's the realest shit that you could ever tell a child. Don't don't always look to, oh, well, I see you do it. I want to do this too. You should want more than just trying to play ball. Because if you blow your knee out, what are you going to do? So I commend people like Shaq who went and got his master's degree and all this other shit after life of playing ball. Well, he's currently a sheriff or a police officer in uh, Georgia yeah, right now. He has, he has his a correction long, officer, he has a long he list of stuff. Yes, he's a he's an officer, a sheriff. He owns 47 different businesses. He, he, he didn't fuck over his career uh, while he was playing. He didn't fuck over his money and all that other shit. And he says this in all his podcasts and shit. But then you do got the Delante West of the world who fuck over their money and you know they they do stupid shit and then you you, you you're you're nothing you know what I'm saying you you're a bum out in the streets now I, I am happy to see that Mark Cuban the owner of the Dallas Mavericks found Delante West and cleans his bike up but if you don't have that knowledge of somebody to help you teach you certain things in life to be like hey don't go down this route. You're gonna fall into that that entrapment of of, of everybody needs now, a mentor. I, Every everybody hey, needs a mentor. Ooh, I don't care how exactly professional you are, exactly. how high you are in the game. Everybody knows something a little bit exactly. more than what you know, and I believe everybody especially does need a mentor. I have a couple mentors. Yeah, especially if you're in the street. Now, for me, I was in the streets heavy back in the day, right? But at that time, we had big homies, and when I mean big homies, we had the OG people telling us, "Yo." This ain't the life that you should live. You should go a better route. Now I've always had people tell me, um, growing up, yo, this ain't this ain't for you, my nigga. You should you should focus on learning in school or whatever you want to do other than this shit. Now, when you move into this generation, the big homies are now incarcerated or dead. 
So it's not really people teaching the young people because half half of us are locked the fuck up. But they should definitely want the will to learn on their own. I I met a group of people who I had here on the show last year, WTG. Yeah, their music is kind of, you know, on that gangbanging shit. But at the same time, when you spoke to them, they're humbled. And they also said they're, they're a brotherhood because there's no older G's to tell them otherwise. You know what I'm saying? They have to learn this on their own. And I'm, I just sat there and was like, damn. And these cats, these kids, they're young. They're in their teenage or early 20s, and they, they're speaking as if they're in their 40s and 50s. And I'm like, yo, I commend them. I love that shit because at an early age, this is what you learn. You know what I'm saying? Other people didn't re- don't really have that luxury. They're just kind of lost out here in the world. But it, it's t- it needs to be an us to help them out. But it's, it's kind of hard when you get these group of people who want to uh, def- defend a street that has nothing to do with them versus the people who's across the street defending another street. You know what I'm saying? That, this game well, thing instead of talking about dead. it all the time, how about we create something that y- the youth can't come and have mentors and people there to help them with. We can start with us. And then we, of course, have an excuse of whether why we can't do something or why we're too busy to do something. We should yeah. come up with a solution uh, so instead of I, I do know so those solutions that you, that you have, it's, it's out there. It is out there. And it's been started by people in our age group, which I'm happy for. And I, I can get information. I will get this information provided on the radio show every week moving forward. But it, it, it's out there okay. now versus then. Um, me, personally, I will always tell somebody, don't depend on me because I'm a busy man. And I am. I'm a busy man because I got a lot of things that I got going for myself and, and my family and shit. So I put my family over any and everybody. So I will be the first to tell somebody, don't depend on me because I'm busy. I, I'm true to that. I'm definitely a busy person, especially with the radio. Y'all see how busy I am with this shit. I, I have a busy life with my kids and, and, and you know, my fiance and all this other shit. I'm a family man. So I constantly have them. And then with the radio shit, I'm definitely on the path of being great with this shit. So I don't, I personally don't have the time out of my busy ass schedule to go to uh, anything and, and be a speaker to anything. So me personally, I won't do it. Would I love to? Yeah, I just don't have the time for it. And I'm not going to make time for it because I have a Well, whole you lot know of what, OG Radio, I'm a, I guess I could put up something together and do something maybe once or twice a month. Um, for the youth, maybe rent out a, a place for a youth to come to get mentorship, and, that's and cool. then I, I, we'll that, raffle a ticket that. off for you, AK, and Terry, uh, or T, Trey B, to um, support the cause. Yeah, see, I'm a, I, I, I'm a, a big person. supporter of a lot of things and a lot of people. And I've dished out money. You just physically won't necessarily catch me there. And if you do catch me there, it's a dime a dozen. People better take the opportunity, and you know if I'm out and about. But most of the time, yeah, I su- I support a lot of big things and businesses and black owned this and this that and third. But you know, I-, I commend everybody who has the funds to do certain things to rent out places and do this and 
give out money to the back of school, you know, this, that, and the third. So I commend everybody who does that. My job is this. I do this. So I will provide the information for people on air to listen and be like, okay, Rail said go to this place. I'm going to go to this place. We're going to do this. You know what I'm saying? My hometown of Robin does a lot of things. A lot of us who grew up done a lot of things in that community. And I will, again, spread that information. Right now I know COVID is COVID, so a lot of people are on the hold doing a lot of shit. But people still Well, right now we worried about the like going on strike right now as well. Why the fuck are they going back on strike? What the fuck now? What? What the hell? Because COVID, uh, next week, the students are supposed to start back in-person learning. and um, They've been did that. They've been started that. Uh, no, they haven't. The school starts back next week, February 1. And a lot of teachers are saying that they don't want to go My back. My four-year-old goes to never, school. They have other. Your four-year-old so, is okay, not in okay, real okay, school. Okay, okay, uh, I, okay. The younger kids are in school, not the older kids. Okay, yeah, that's right. The, the younger yeah, ones, the older kindergarten ones are, are going to go back. through eighth grade. Yeah, kindergarten through eighth grade here's, are going to be going back starting here's February 1 in the city of Chicago. Now they say something I'm not sure, thing. but. They're, they're striking yeah. because of COVID, right? But here's my fucking thing. Most people are still going to live their life and do what they do outside of school, right? Now, there's teachers who are still out here popping their ass and pussy and shit, go, go partying and all this other goof-ass shit. They go to the That's store. That's true. That they is do, true. They do but we're, not, we're talking so about you... elderly teachers with ailments already, like people with diabetes or heart uh, problems, cancer, all those other things that could possibly affect them. Since COVID is out, well, so if that's, that's what we're talking they, about. They and it's a union. They can no longer teach. They have to. They can't teach no well, more. There. Get some new the teachers. teacher, that's not. That's not. That's not um, acceptable. I don't even know the word right now. But you can't do that. You just like um, banning somebody for having an ailment. You can't it's do gonna that. It's going to have to be. It's against the law. It's going to have to be though. And the only reason why I say that is because if statistically speaking, if Doctor Fauci, well, he did say this that it affects the elderly greater than the younger people, that means they can't no longer do a lot of shit. So if you, if but you it's elderly don't want to that risk. So you're going to ban what? them from doing from their job? Like you can't, I mean, that's, that's, that's the but, uh, so, okay. discriminatory. So I put it like this. I put it like this. If you don't want to risk your life to go teach, you have to resign and, and figure out something else. There's a lot of elderly people at my job who took that risk to go work, regardless. So if you don't want but to go is, to work, but this is that's a different type of job, else. though. This is these are careers. This is a this is a, you have the careers you have jobs. Every you can quit job that job and go to another career. job. We make we make more than teachers. Come on now, <laughs> but but what I'm saying is if you don't do you want that with everybody, teachers? we do make. I more didn't know that was a teachers fact. Really don't really make shit to be honest. Always been. That's why they struck your seniority. That's why they went on strike for more money because they don't really. A garbage man makes more money than fucking uh, teachers. I mean, I don't even see how that's relevant, but I don't think necessarily that's true with all jobs making more than teachers. I know some teachers that make some good ma- ma- ass money. Ma- ma- majority. Okay, not not like fast food restaurants, but if you got a, a decent career type job, yeah, you make more than teachers. Well, but CPS teachers usually depends. They got seniority. They make at least $80,000 a year. 
it's the tenure. How the longer yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> they make it some. Yeah, some it's, it's, it's the tenure. Yeah, if you've, if you've been there long enough, yeah, you make some bread. But if you like a fucking student teacher and then you transition to a full time teacher, you no, you're not making as much. But um, yeah, and you know most other jobs make more than that, but. If you don't want to take their risk, and we all are taking risks who work, who go outside of their household to work, we all take their risk. If you don't want to take them, that's 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 just what it's going to come down to. Because but it doesn't clearly, work like COVID that, especially if people away. have put their money into these unions. It's going to have to work like that. Like you can't, you can't sit here and be like, it oh, doesn't. They're protected by a coach. union. If they're protected by a union, then they pay that every the month as they check. The union they do, but that. they protect their people. It they protect their employees. Not and if, they, all, if the union say strike, not, not then they have UPS, to UPS has been fucked over by the union. So if the union don't always take care of their employees. Not all the time. Well, that's the purpose but of the union because they're supposed to take care of their employees. That's the UPS purpose. Of, we're not talking about the, 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 the small the percentage of people that then fuck people over. I'm not talking about that. We're talking about UPS what's going on right as now. As a whole, as a company, UPS has been fucked over by the union. That's why they went to strike. That's union. UPS. The union, the union don't always take care of everybody. Well, well what I'm saying is again, it's supposed to be a strike coming up again. It might be. And a lot of people are but, saying but the teachers are not ready Certain teachers this, don't want to go back, and they shouldn't be messed with. They should be allowed to still do e-learning, just like some students' parents are saying they're not sending their kids back but, to but, school. They want them to still do e-learning, so those teachers can stay at home what, and though? teach not those kids, and other kids can come back. Not every parent can do the e-learning, though. So it, it's a, it's and a not every teacher not can every go back to school. Do okay, say, for instance, you're a teacher, right? But you have kids, but their teachers are not coming back to school yet. So you still got to stay home to watch your kids because the schools are not open to take your kids back in. Do you see the problem? We can't. Okay, let's not. So how are you going to come back to school and teach some kids if your kids, if you don't have nobody to watch your kids? Let's let's not take. We'll use a different job, right? Say your normal routine. But we're talking about teachers on strike right now. I'm getting to that. Your normal okay. routine is, all right, I work 10 to 5, right? Say, say my schedule is 10 to 5 or even 9 to 5. The, the schedule routine is I get up, I get up already, I drop the kids off at school. Bam, COVID hit. Now we got to do e-learning. But now there's a discrepancy with e-learning because now if you work a job where you can't work from home, there's a discrepancy there. How the fuck am I going to do my job and still do e-learning at the same time? Can't happen. It's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So shout out to all the daycares who are still open for kids to go to for this to happen. But there's a discrepancy yeah. because that person now can't work because he has to figure out, they, that person has to figure out the e-learning part for their kids. Now, when it comes to the right. schooling, I get, okay, some of the elderly, you know, they can't work. I get that. I 100% get that. But what about the people who can't sit at home with their kids and do the e-learning. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's That's a why I said that should be the people that do want to go back, like the teachers that do want to go back to school to work, let them go back, and the people that can't, the teachers that can't remain at the e-learning. 
It should be a, a, a win-win with that. There they could be a discussion okay, I, pertaining I would agree to that. that one. I would agree with that. I would, I would change my answer from they can't work there to do the you. I, I can agree with that one. But let's just say the elderly class, right, falls into that parent who works the nine to five, can't do the e-learning with the kid, then what do you do? Then that that um, teacher needs to be replaced by another substitute teacher who teaches that subject. Exactly. And so then they the move the other that, elderly teacher to another class. See, to us, that makes sense, right? But to the mass majority, they're going to find a battle with that. With, with like our solution makes sense. I get, I, I, I could, I could agree with that. But, but it's going to be a battle that can't be won on the teacher. Then, if they just solely be like, "Yo, I don't want to go back to the COVID." Personally speaking, whether this shit is real or not, COVID's not going anywhere. Apparently, it's going to be here for for a long time. Apparently, there's a new strand. It's just here, like the fucking flu. The flu is here. If you simply just wash your hands, do what you're supposed to do. Me, personally, you're going to be fine. If you sit there and go to work and you do what you do and you haven't had COVID, the people around you ain't had COVID because everybody done what they were supposed to do, teachers will be fine. Everybody will be fine. We 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 take a lot of risk going outside of our household on the daily. You know what I'm saying? But as long as you do what you got to do, you're fine. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like this strike is, is meaningless. It's, it's it, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a strike. If everybody just sit there and do what the fuck they're supposed to do. Atlanta, Georgia, is fully fledged the fuck open. Texas, parts of Texas, is fully fledged the fuck open. Why? Because people are doing what they're supposed to do. There's other countries who no longer have cases of COVID because they're doing what they're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it's not hard to just do what the fuck you're supposed to do. Wear the goddamn mask. I understand we don't like it. Just wear the motherfucker. Keep hand sanitizer, wash your hands, do what you're supposed to do. The six feet rule to me is so stupid, but hey, stay safe to see the way. Um, I, I recently just learned that the masks don't really, I mean, it keeps like 70% of, of shit straight. But I've seen somebody smoking through a mask. It's like, damn, if this gets through a mask, that means other shit can get through the mask. But that's certain types of masks that shouldn't be worn. But if everybody just do what they're supposed to do, they can go to school. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, then we're back to square one. We're going to always keep going to square one because somebody's not going to do what they're supposed to do or somebody's going to complain about not going back to where Somebody's going to complain about something. You know what I'm saying? They just opened up restaurants. Now, the, the protocol for the restaurants is you come inside, you wear your mask, you sit down, you don't wear your mask. I agree with that, but I don't agree with it. It's like you're surrounded by a bunch of people with your hair. Nobody has masks while they're sitting down. What is the purpose of wearing a mask while I'm in this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? But that's okay. the protocol. You do what you're supposed to do, you'll be fine. As we see, COVID is not all that bad. I still haven't seen the 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 proper death rate, the proper numbers of the death rate. We just learned that, hey, this many people died. It's, but well, it's they a, say the numbers are going number, down from what I saw. Even number. But the numbers aren't actual factual numbers because it's, it's 
it's a lot of it's a lot of it being fabricated, and I hate it. Um, a lot of shit when you go to the hospital is being marked down as COVID. I hate it. When you go get tested, right? Illinois rule is that you can only be tested once because, per the statistics, one person counts as one person. So if you go twice, they're going to count you as another person again instead of the same person. So they're going to count two different fucking tests, and it throws off their numbers. That sounds stupid to me. So you're sitting here telling me that I can only get tested one fucking time? You know what I'm saying? That's stupid to me. So statistically, well, I've been tested twice. Wise, exactly. But your your numbers, instead of you being counted as one person, as only Genesis, you're counted as two Genesis. You know what I'm saying? And their numbers, quote-unquote, are thrown off, which is stupid to me. You know what I'm saying? It's dumb as hell. It doesn't make fucking sense. You know what I'm saying? Just mark it as, all right, this person tested negative at this point, and then here we are like a month later, they tested negative again. Don't count it as another goddamn test, as another body to go into your scout round. That is so stupid, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, for a person who follows it, it's bullshit. All the numbers are bullshit. All the numbers are bullshit. Why are they all even numbers? It doesn't make sense to me. Don't make sense. Well, for that, well, this conversation can go on for life and life and life and life. So, it will. Radio it will. real. But, um, <laughs> I have one announcement. We just cut short. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. This it's been a minute and a half. I don't I'm not gonna run this in no two damn hours. Um, I have a huge announcement. Huge, huge, huge announcement. Okay. Me, Terrell Radio Rail Revenue is a part of the Yak Boys and we are going to start a brand new podcast February twentieth, ten PM. Um, I was trying to see where I wanted to do it on, whether I wanted to do it on Blog Talk Radio, Anchor, you know, shit like that. We're going to use Blog Talk Radio because I have another account that I created to follow OG Radio. So I'm going to use that blog. I'm going to use that account. And okay. we're going to be doing a podcast with, with, the, with the, what, five of us. It's going to be uh, Yak Boy. It's going to be called Cognac Talk because we love Cognac, hence the name Yak Boy. And we're just going to be talking about a lot of things, uh, personal things, uh, life, uh, liquor, like just a lot of shit. So February starts February 20th. We are starting a new podcast. And I guess I'm the quote-unquote producer. <laughs> Congratulations. See, I didn't even do the clapping. I shouldn't have the clapping. Congratulations. Black excellence. I was just, I I was, you, I I was just looking for the hand clap. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, we were we were in talk before. Uh they were like, Man, I wanna start a podcast. I'm like, you know what, we can. We'll just use the same platform as OG radio through blog talk. Um it's easy to use and we can do our our own shit and you know, I have my own shit aside of OG radio. So yeah, that's my huge announcement okay. as far as that. We're going to talk about this more offline. I got a couple questions to ask you. 
But um, if you guys want to follow me um, on Instagram, it's 3YEM underscore Genesis. Um, and also Genesis Silverman on Facebook. You can follow me. And also, don't forget to go get your book, Thunderstorms Were Meant to Be My Friend, is the title. It's on all platforms Barnes and Noble, Amazon, you name it. It's there. Go copy, uh, get a copy. Anything else, Radio Real, before we get up um, out of here? I want everybody who tuned in to know that this is how our Tuesdays will be. It would be a lot of insight of my view, point of view of things, Genesis point of view of things, uh, a lot of information that we'll get out there. So this will be our Let's Talk Tuesdays. It's, it's going to be great. A lot of debating going on, a lot of agreeing and disagreeing. Um, catch me on Facebook. I'm back on Facebook, Terrell Radio Rail Redmond. Catch me on um, Instagram, Hell Rail 1290, and my personal radio page, Radio Rail uh, Radio Rail 21. Um, yes, and I will, this we'll Thursday, be back. Poetry Night. This Thursday, Poetry Night. Me and Genesis will be back. Genesis is going to run the whole entire show. <laughs> and Friday, oh, catch yay. me here Friday. We, I believe Lil Keisha will be here live with us. I'm not 100% sure, but look forward to that. Uh, 9 to 10.30 p.m. CPT time Thursday and also same time Friday. Or, sorry, 10 to 11 p.m. Friday, CPT time. So that's it from us. Good night. We love y'all. Um, wash your goddamn hands. Yay. <laughs> Good night. I'll